Want the reward? Do the damn work. Challenge yourself. Inspire change. Choice, not luck. What's happening, everybody? Todd Crandall from Ignite Euphoria and Racing for Recovery. And I'm doing something today I've never done. I have a two-time guest with me today. Dr. Mark Newman is back for round two because round one was so awesome. How are you today, sir? Healthy and well. That's right. The only way to live, right? Absolutely. So we're going to talk today about the nutritional aspect of health because it's essential, right? Absolutely. How, why don't you start with this? Talk to me about your definition of proper nutrition and why you have that. Well, I guess we'll go, let's go back to our definition of health. Definition of health would be try to be 100% functioning. And there's many aspects of that, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, financially, in your relationships, in your profession. And then people say, well, what are your foundations of health? I'm going to tell them diet, exercise, stress reduction. I over my lifetime, I've kind of tried to live by the KISS principle, whether that's right or wrong, the keep it simple, stupid. So most people that come to us, you know, they're, <coughs> um, they're in varying degrees of health. Um, I generally will tell people, even though I've, you know, I know from your aspect, and we're going to talk about that, that I believe you're vegan. I tell most people if, if they'll try to move from where they are, because let's face it, for most people, their diet is, is a big portion of their health. I used to always say, you are what you eat. You really are what you can digest, assimilate, and utilize. So I tell most people, let's move from where you're at. Let's try to focus your eating proteins, vegetables, fruits, boiled, broiled, or grilled. Let's move in that direction. For most people, I will say, if you'll minimize your grains and dairy, just because that tends to be a big part of their diet, Inflammation, though, is a problem that comes with those foods for most people, and inflammation is the root cause of all aging, degeneration, and disease. So that's kind of the foundation where I come from to try to move people into that arena. Go with those big three, and then let's work from there and see how you do with that. You know, you brought, excuse me, <clears throat> you brought up inflammation, and I think of what I do with Iron Man. I mean, there's inflammation all day long in there. And I wasn't aware of the impact that inflammation has on the overall body. And I remember a few years ago, you know, I, I'd do an Ironman and then I'd eat a cheeseburger or a shake or chocolate milk and thinking, oh, I'm putting something good in me. And all I'm doing is adding to the inflammation. So when I went plant-based, uh, God, it'll be five years, February 1st, I could tell a difference. And it's interesting I did a half Ironman in uh, Chattanooga, and I was supposed to meet uh, a friend of mine down there. And I didn't meet him until after the race. And she came running up to me, and she goes, hi, Todd. And I go, how'd you find me with, uh, with 2,000 people? And she said, you're the only one that's walking around normal after doing a half Ironman. Amazing. And that's from the proper nutrition during the race and a lack of, of inflammation, right? And this is part of the stuff why I wanted to talk to you about today is I want people to really educate themselves on what they're putting in their bodies so they can get the most out of it, right? Absolutely. You want to go into a little bit more about the what inflammation actually does to the body and how detrimental it is? Well, I guess if you want to simplify it, you would just say you're kind of rotting from the inside out. If I was going to say, you know, keep it simple, stupid, it's just rusting from the inside out. 
You don't necessarily see it. You know, it will. You will see it over time, the wrinkling of the skin, swelling of joints. You know, people with their backs rounded over, watch the way they walk, their posture, uh, their gait, and so forth. And you can see, you know, it looks like an old animal as time goes on. Then the swelling, of course, that we see the big abdomens, the faces start swelling. Wow. Just hearing you describe that really paints a powerful picture. I mean, I'm sure people that are watching this right now are starting to go, well, maybe I look like that or my dad looks like that or whatever. And they're not equating how that came to fruition, right? Right, right. Talk about then the inflammation, and again, this is where I'm not an expert with nutrition. I'm just learning about this. The top 10 killers, you know, heart disease, diabetes, you know, all these things, cancers. Where does the nutrition play a role in causing these things? And does inflammation play a role in that as well? Well, sure it does. Inflammation is going to speed up that aging process. Like I say, you know, inflammation is the root cause of aging, degeneration, and disease. So when we can slow that inflammation down, we can generally slow those processes down. So let's say, like I was talking about, you know, doing an an event, whether it's an Ironman or you're exercising and then going out and putting detrimental nutrition in you how to my and how i'm looking at it, it's like why even bother exercising if you're going to go put poison in you afterwards what's your thoughts on on some of that well uh, you know we'll go back to the exercise first of all i do always tell patients some workouts better than no workout Absolutely. so because again that's one of our foundations of health yep. but then again proper nutrition and and i guess if you look if you can look at it this way <clears throat> You know, we talk about supplements, but remember, when you're eating, you're really supplementing to prolong your life, to continue your, your life. So think about how you're fueling this thing. And I've heard people make a comparison. Well, you know, if you had a $6 million racehorse, how would you feed that thing? Well, take a look at your own body. Right. You know, what do you, what do you think your body's worth? What is your life worth? What is your health worth? There's really no cost you can put on that. So how about utilizing the best nutrition you have available and then of course you have to be your best own advocate as far as really like you say learning about yourself just like yourself you know changing over to vegan that was you know that was Todd taking care of himself and being his best advocate I think a lot of us are just unaware absolutely we are unaware I had I mean I, I I haven't had a steak in over 30 years I wasn't a steak eater but I did eat hamburgers I ate a lot of fish because it was, quote, good for me, you know, but I just didn't know what I was putting in my body. And once people get educated, it's like you've been sitting in the dark all this time and somebody turned a light on. It's like, oh, my God, I can see. And when you start applying this stuff, the benefits not only, you know, physically, but I found it to be in enhancing spiritually and emotionally, intellectually, because I'm actually Absolutely. learning something. Absolutely. And that's, I, I, it's a gift. It's a never-ending journey of self-betterment, right? Right. Absolutely. Right? Um, how about we switch gears a little bit? Let's, let's talk about sugar, which everybody knows is bad. What, right. Educate some people on the impact of excessive sugar and what that does. Well, they say that <clears throat> roughly... You know, maybe we're, we're all eating about a half a pound. The average is probably a half a pound of sugar a day. And probably one of the big things there, I would say, is the hidden sugars that we're not aware of. If we look at the wheats, look what's in there. There's sugar in those things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, 
they're just sugar is literally it's it's hiding everywhere it's like the air we breathe yeah seasonings and all that it's it's there um you know it's almost impossible to get away from it if you're not reading and like you say educating yourself i correct me if i'm wrong on this but it's 36 grams a day for males and 24 for females is the allotted amount of sugar a day i i I don't know exactly the numbers but Certainly, Certainly as, as America, there. if we look around, probably the world as a whole, darn near, we look around, we can see everyone's getting more than their fair share of sugars and the empty calories that come with that. We had a, uh, I was running one of our Racing for Recovery educational groups, and when I'm sitting down and I look at what everybody's drinking, I see the people that have water, and you know, one guy who, um, he was talking about, he didn't feel well because he had kidney stones he was trying to pass, and he had a monster in front of him. And I said, uh, how many grams of sugar in that thing? And he looked at the can and 36 grams of sugar. And then somebody quickly researched, does monsters and sugar cause kidney stones? And yes, it does. So the next day he came in and he had a big glass of water. You know, so that that's the, what I love seeing people do is just when they can learn something and then apply it, boy, the differences in your life are extraordinary. Right, right. right. You have some a chart or something there? Do you want to talk about that at all, or what do you? Well, I, earlier I said <laughs> that um, you know we used to most of the time we used to say long ago, you are what you eat, and I don't disagree with that. But really, what I have found that you are what you can digest, assimilate, and utilize. So a lot of people, because unfortunately, you know they've had years and really decades of poor diet habits, things like that. There's imbalance in their body. Let's just say that. So. Where I might tell that individual, you know, if I can say, you know, proteins, fruits, and vegetables, those are the things you should focus on. But when that person is not metabolically sound, there's probably something deeper there. And what we have found is that we, you know, we can give them some guidance and direction, but when a person is metabolically unsound, their health is not good, there's usually foods you know, even though they're healthy foods, that their body might not tolerate well. So one, uh, a tool that we've started using, really we've used for years, is we call it food allergy, food intolerance testing, so that we can really look at what a person actually, what their body actually will, you know, again, digest, assimilate, and utilize versus just, you know, guessing and so forth. Unfortunately, as we've done this, and I, I guess I use that term, unfortunately, we found things that we commonly that would I would normally recommend I would talk about almonds eggs those can be good supplement good things to supplement your diet with or as part of your diet but even beans and things as we've tested people over the years a lot of individuals have intolerances to those foods Hmm. so for that person that's really looking to fine-tune their health I tell them it's not, when we think of this food allergy thing, a lot of people think of this terrible reaction. It's not that. It's a subtle reaction, but it takes place. It's taking place over years, again, breaking down, causing inflammation and so forth, uh, malabsorption, problems with your digestion. And as that goes, so goes your health. Is this a test that you do, or or is it something that the patient says hey i'm not feeling this or how does one even figure out they have an allergy well a lot of times you know when a patient comes in depending on what their signs and symptoms are um that that kind of helps me kind of channel that you know move in that direction again we see that patient that we talked about a moment ago you know that patient that's bloated um and and these things they they could they have a wide 
range of signs and symptoms. I mean everything from headaches, dizziness, fatigue, um, sh breathing problems, skin manifestations, yep, yep. aches and pains, GI dysfunction. Those are just a few of the things that could give us a hint that that in individual probably has, you know, somewhere there, they've got some food intolerances that if we can get to the root of that, hmm. now they can start fueling themselves properly, you know, correct their health in that manner. You know, I, I did a, an educational group yesterday on, um, basically it was a question and answer. People were asking about what do I, what do I do and why with respect to nutrition? And when people are coming into racing for recovery, they're, they're battling a drug and alcohol addiction, which everybody knows that, right? But the, if the goal is to feel well, and I asked everybody, I go, is there anybody in here that does not want to feel well? And of course, no hands go up, right? You know, so I started asking questions like, okay, how do you feel when you eat X? How do you feel when you eat this? And it was interesting. You know, I'd ask like, what's your favorite food? And somebody would say a cheeseburger. And I'd say, okay, how do you feel after you eat that? Tired. You know, what's your favorite food? One guy said beans. I go, how do you feel after that? He goes, energetic. And what was happening was the foods that were one ingredient, spinach, bananas, beans, those people felt full, energetic, healthy. And the ones that were eating things that have a variety of words in there, most of them we can't respond, it was the same thing. I feel tired, I'm not exercising, I get depressed, I have anxiety. So do you go by the one ingredient food thing as kind of the, the staple? You know, are you seeing that with people that when what they eat determines how they're going to feel? Well, I find I think that the body, if the body likes things simple too. Right. So, like you say, if you're just taking in a a product or maybe just a couple products, you know, a couple fruits, a fruit, vegetable, something like that, it's it's easier on the body because most of us think, think about that. You know, when do, you know what do we talk about? We joke about the holidays. Boy, you eat and you're just you crash afterwards, a couple days to recover. And of course, most people after the holidays, they've gained a bunch of weight too. Right. So what's that tell you about that, you know, eating in bulk like that? Right. Where somebody was Googling how long it takes to digest a steak and it can be up to three days versus a salad where it's like an hour and a half. In and out. You know, it's like a, a car, you know, you want the car to run smoothly. You're not putting sludge in the gas tank and that's what that the body is just working so hard to process that stuff right but again and these i love having these conversations because it's not i'm not out there trying to tell people what to eat it's like quite frankly i don't care what they eat i mean i care about them as people but if they want to do that it's fine it's just like drugs and alcohol but i just want to educate somebody and then let them make the choice life's about choices absolutely it, right? absolutely you, know? you were looking at our racing for recovery uh, nutritional product there. What's your? What do you think of that when you're reading the label and everything? You've got all everything organic. I mean, you're covering everything: vitamins, minerals, enzymes. I didn't notice if there's probiotics in there or not. But you, you've got everything covered here. Looks like a fantastic food product. I'm a big advocate of things like this. Yeah. I, I call them kind of the fruit and vegetable mixes, things like that, yeah. so that um, you know the most people. It's it's a challenge to eat all the right foods and the quantities you would need to get all those micronutrients. So you get a product like this, you've got all of your 
you've got all your micronutrients already taken care of for you yeah. there. Instead of eating, you know, trying to eat three or four pounds of vegetables a day, that's not going to happen. That's not reality for most people. So look at something like this. What a heck of a thing to have to supplement your diet with. I started uh, consuming that, I guess, as the good word, because I'll be honest, everybody, it tastes awful. <laughs> Full disclosure, that stuff tastes badly, but I put it in a smoothie or whatever, so you don't really notice it. But I'm looking at it, I want to get this in me because Absolutely. I know what it's Absolutely. going to do for me. And it, it's, it's just been another um, resource that has helped yep. me. But the energy level from exercise in the morning, having a shake like this with, you know, plants and a shot of the racing for recovery stuff and some fruits and you're, you're energetic and ready to go for the rest of the day. You know, I, I, I love it. It's so simple. But yep. I mean, really, I looked at this, you know, I kind of glanced at it. Like you say, you've got everything. Really, a person could live from this. You've got plenty of protein in there too. You know, carbs, healthy fats, fiber. You've got it covered. I mean, that's that's literally there's 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 your survival kit right there. Right. I haven't used one. Of, well, that's not true. I've used it for one Ironman race um, in the morning, and it was Ironman when I, uh, Arizona that I did in October. And the difference of consuming non-plant-based foods during an Ironman and then doing a plant-based diet during an Ironman are like night and day. I mean, this stuff, it's like, it's just, it's more rocket fuel to the engine already, right? Excellent. So there's my shameless plug for the racing for recovery thing, but it does, it's packed with everything someone needs in there. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing, man. I mean, I, you said I could have this, so you can have it's it. going with me right. for sure. You can Thank have you. it, but I'm Thank warning you. you, it doesn't, you gotta figure out a way to how to make it taste better for you, whatever concoction you wanna put with it. Okay. Right. Uh, what other nutritional things can we discuss here today? Well, I think right now, obviously, everybody's concerned about stay, how can they stay healthy during this yeah. virus. So <clears throat> what we've talked about, number one, fuel that body properly. I mean, like I say, take care of it like it's a million-dollar racehorse. Lottie, I've said it before, a lot easier to stay well than to get well. Good health doesn't cost. It pays. And remember, your health is literally a marathon. Um as far as supplementations, vitamin D is a big thing. Um, I so I test most of my patients uh, vitamin D. I like, you know, I have certain parameters I like to see. And for that, uh, I like to see those patients' levels up around 60 to 80. There's studies that indicate um, there's cancer prevention and so mm -hmm. forth when you get up in that area. And it's real easy to do, supplementation. And I talk about supplementation, I mean year-round, even well, I, obviously, we don't live in Arizona, so I, I don't have that privilege of testing, you know, a large group of patients from Arizona or something like that where they're getting all that sun. But generally speaking, to get up into that range, depending on the body weight, that person's going to need around five to 10,000 units a day to get up into that, you know, above 60 range that we like to see. And it's very easy to supplement to do that. Well, th I want to talk to you about supplements in general. And um, I have vitamin D here. I use this company, uh, Diva, for a lot of things that I use. Specifically, vitamin D, it's also a mood enhancer, right? It's oh, good, yes. Right? Brain health, totally. And I just saw this recently. I don't know if you have as well. They were saying that taking additional vitamin D is supposed to help if you get the yeah. coronavirus, right? Yep. Do you yeah. have any other information well, on that? It, I, this is what I would tell you. You know, we do know that early on when they, and the journals are printing this, you know, the, the medical journals are acknowledging this too, you know, that a lot of the <clears> folks <throat> that were tested, of course, you know, tend to be that older, that group that's not so nutritionally sound mm -hmm. and so forth, but also very low vitamin D levels down in the teens or even lower. 
Um, so the vitamin D, and this isn't new information. That's been out there as far as virus prevention. But like you said, vitamin D is big in metabolism, brain health, hormone production, immune function, cancer prevention, among other things. So it, it is just a fabulous supplement to make sure that you're adequately supplied. And you can do that for um, you know, everything from infants on through adults. Do you, with respect to, let's just use vitamin D as we're talking about, do you find a difference in, you know, plant-based vitamins versus, uh, how do I want to say it, manufactured or anything? Is there a, a difference in some of the companies that are putting some of the stuff out? Is one healthier than the other? Well, I would say this, that again, if we can go back to our bodies, um, well, I don't want to plug any, you know, I guess I'll just have to use the name of company. For instance, if you look at some of the companies that have been around a long time, Standard Process is a company right here in America, over in Wisconsin. They've been around since 1929. Wow. So you're talking almost a century. They are all plant-based, organically raised. Um, and if you were to you know, get any of their products, you'll see, oh my gosh, it's only five or 10% of the RDA. But remember, that nutrient is just like what you're looking at here, organically grown, plant-based, so the body can easily digest, assimilate, and utilize that versus something made in a lab that who knows what percentage your body might really be getting out of that. Yep. Now, with that said, for instance, the vitamin D products, you know, again, I'm just looking at blood work as far as these are the levels I want these patients up at, but I can tell you surprisingly, most of our patients that have those healthy levels are healthy people as well. Mm -hmm. They're not the ones that are getting sick and so forth. Um, and, and, you know, as really as far as our patient base, very few of them that I've, you know, and I, of course, always ask everybody, how's your health been? Any problems with the virus? Very few people have, you know, at least informed me that they've been sick as far as that's concerned. You know, again, I... I so enjoy talking with you. And it's like every subject we're talking about, whether it's vitamin D, if it's vegan protein powder, it's all back to the same thing. Everybody has their own responsibility to their health. And these are choices that we make every day. And I, I use a lot of metaphors. And as we're sitting here talking, I think of, well, to get up and come in here, you put a shirt on, you have underwear on, you have pants, shoes, socks, and everything we're talking about here, you know, vitamin D, spinach, you know, exercise where these are all parts that make up that general healthy body. And the, the supplements are a key factor in that. Um, let's talk about vitamin B. That's one thing, you know, people will say to me, well, if you're vegan, you can't get vitamin D or vitamin B, excuse me. It's like, okay, well, I take up again, I take a, a supplement for that. Can you talk about the, the benefits of vitamin B? That is, and always correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the, the vitamin that gives us the energy, right? B, B vitamins do that. Can you elaborate? They definitely on that? help with that, yeah. And then um, your B vitamins, again, big for nervous function. And, and as that goes, you know, immune function. It's hard, you know, we talk about separate vitamins, but again, we got to remember all these things work as a web, yes. they're all interconnected. So, um, you know, we can test patients to look at different levels and so forth. So if they're at suboptimal levels, we can make recommendations. But obviously, if that person is nutritionally sound, you know, eating a good, quote, healthy diet or supplementing with a product like what you have here, they should have themselves covered pretty good. Right. Even with respect to what we're talking about, the different B and D, and I want to talk about C in a second, they are part of that web. And they 
again, you're educating me more, more than I would obviously do on you on this, but they're, they're essential pieces of the puzzle though, right? I think of, well, if I don't have the energy, I might not go out and exercise. But, or if I have the energy, but I'm not taking vitamin D, so my mood's not as high, you know, so they, they're all an integral part of what we're talking about, right? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. What about vitamin C? I think that stuff can, it's like MacGyver, it can cure anything, right? Right, right. You know, uh, immune function, <clears throat> I mean, again, you know, as your immune function, so goes the rest of your health. Right. So there's, there's your vitamin C as far as a big player there recommendation on how much vitamin C someone should take per day? Well, you know what? We talk about supplementing with vitamin C. A lot of times we'll talk about the fact that, you know, they can bump their, if they're specifically working with vitamin C, you know, you can bump your dose up, uh, look at your symptomatology. If you're having aches and pains, does that clear up as you go? The one thing people tend to run into with the higher vitamin C is generally if they start developing loose stool, then they've kind of re at that moment in time, anyhow, they've reached that peak. What else uh, in the supplement? Oh, here's something I want to ask. A lot of times I've heard, you know, that the notion of, well, if you're taking vitamins, you're just eliminating them in your urine. The body doesn't really even use them. Well, I guess all I can, my response to that would be, you know, I, I jokingly say I've taken supplements since my parents gave me Flintstone vitamins as a kid. Um, and so uh, certainly I get that question now and then, not so much anymore, I don't think, but I used to get that, well, like you say, expensive urine. Hmm. All I can tell you is this, you know what? It's my insurance policy. Right. I go right back to the thing, you know, at this, at this point in my life, I can easily say, I think it's right when you say your health is a marathon. 100%. You know? It's, it's easier to stay well than to get well, and good health doesn't cost, it pays. Right. So, um, and I think if... You know, if we look back these last, you know, nine, 10 months here with this COVID thing, I'm not going to say that that's proved me right, but I am going to say that, you know, generally speaking, if, if you've, you know, you've taken pretty good care of yourself, you know, you might get it. Yeah. But, it, you know, generally your symptoms are going to be minimal versus that, you know, unfortunately, if, if a person is on a slippery slope with their health, something like this or anything bad comes along, you might have a hard time right that's just the bottom line this is a uh it's a hot topic and i'm not opposed to having a hot topic on this so let's talk about what's your views on the whole vaccine with stuff oh todd <laughs> Jeez, op that's like comparing whose wife is the best <laughs> well you know what i think every, i'm just going to be honest with you let it out yeah when we talk about this i'm just being honest you know you got me on the news but i use generally say I'm glad it's doc, not Dr. Mark Newman on the news trying to make some of these decisions at five o'clock because there's no right or wrong. Some yep. of these, you know, these are these are individual choices yes. people have to make. You know, obviously, if you look at the statistics, there's a lot of people in the country, healthcare providers as well, that are a bit. Let's just use the word. They're a little bit nervous about about getting this, you know, understanding that, yeah. you know, hey, we want to save lives. We want to do the best we can for the for the world as a whole. But sometimes, you know, when you get things, you push things through quickly. I mean, people are asking me, well, doctor, can you tell me what's, what's the chances of me having some, you know, issues three, five years down the road from this vaccine that we're not aware of right now? I just plead the fifth. I don't have that answer for you. Yeah. So everyone, you know, that's where it kind of has to, 
come into the play where ultimately Todd or Mark are ultimately responsible for their own health. You've got to look at the information out there, make that decision, what you feel is best for you, your family, your loved ones. Agreed. I First and foremost, I want to anybody who's on the front line of this stuff, thank you very much for Absolutely. what you're doing. Absolutely. Course, Absolutely. Right? Some of the people I'm talking to about this, it's like they have, and we're doing it again today, the best defensive is having a good offense, Pro, just protecting yourself. And, and not protecting yourself necessarily with a – with a mask or a shield, again, not knocking that, but what we're talking, exercise and nutrition, the basic Absolutely. things. It's an investment, right? And that that's, for me, is my best you know, vaccine or prevention cure or whatever. It's just I want to be at my best optimal health. Whatever it takes to do that, that's what I'm interested in. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, if you've taken care of yourself all your life, you know, I, you have a good feel for yourself and so forth. So, um and that's why I say I always go back to the foundational things. I mean, you you know, the diet, exercise, stress reduction. You, you take care of your health. You sow into it. You invest into it. Even on a, on a I guess, a clinical level with, with respect to, you know, what I'm privileged to do with counseling people that come in here, when I see people who aren't doing the basics, they're not exercising, they're smoking or they're drinking or, you know, not having proper nutrition, to me it's a lack of, it's a lack of self and when we start to believe in ourselves and start to apply some self-care, we stop doing the things that are killing us and start embracing a lifestyle that is supporting health and wellness. I remember back in my addiction, my dad would say, you know, you spend all the time during the week to lift weights and exercise, and then you absolutely punish yourself with booze and drugs on the weekend. And I would try and say something smart actually to combat him, but he was right. But the problem was I just didn't like who I was on the inside. I was trying to look good on the outside. And now it's like I know it comes from the inside. Put everything in and it starts to come out, you know. Right. Well, Todd, let me just ask you something. I'll do the interview for a Uh-oh. moment here. Uh-oh. Well, <laughs> no, um, because I don't know what people really know about you. But now what? You're, you're coming into your 20th year now with Racing yeah, for Recovery. we're celebrating 20 years of service, yes. So that's got to make you feel great. I mean, you know, you've yep. taken – what the lemon made a lemonade out of it and um, have influenced people really around the world. I'm very thankful to be in the position that I'm in. I, when I started this over two decades ago, it was simply to take what I've been graciously given and let someone else have a, a taste of it. And to watch that transpire with people literally all over the world has been a gift. And I think uh, 20 years of doing that, that's kind of it's kind of cool. I appreciate everybody that's around me that helps make this thing work, you know. Obviously, you must have a great team to help you. You have to have totally. a great team, right? Totally, yeah. totally. Well, that was an easy question. What well, else you what got? About, <laughs> what about, uh, why don't you let people know a little bit, too? I mean, you know, I've read, I've read your, what do I call it, your racing bibliography or whatever, biography, and it's, it's amazing. I mean, I had no idea, and I don't, when I think people, you know, people get the idea somebody does a triathlon or whatever, well, they've done it, but... How many have you actually done? And, and, and marathons and so forth, your um, distance runs, I guess, whatever you want to call them, however you want to group them. I, I've done some stuff. Uh, I, I've done 84 Ironmans, Ultramans, and Ironman 70.3s. So, you know, I've, I've done some stuff. Uh, I've, I've raced on every continent but Antarctica. I, someday I'd like to run the marathon down there. But I and Ironman specifically – and it, I'm going to tie this into everything we're talking about. I always had an athletic background when I was a kid. 
you know, and thought I was going to do something with hockey, but ruined that with my drug addiction, my choice, my responsibility. But finding Ironman initially was just this thing of, hey, it's a new sport that I can get into. And it's, I, lo- I love the enormity of it. But then when I put Racing for Recovery together, I started to realize that I could use Ironman as a, not only a continual way of life for myself, but it's a, it's a great marketing tool. And I, I love doing them. I love the, the challenge that they face every time just because if you've done 10 of them doesn't mean you get a pass on the next 10. You got to do the work. Every time you got to do the work. The anxiety comes in before them. You know, it's the same feelings, but I always say I want that rush of running down that finish line. I want the rush, so I'll do the work that it takes to get there. But Ironman has afforded me to meet awesome people, see some amazing places in the world, um, I've taken my kids with me, people from Racing for Recovery. It's a thrill. And I hope uh, in 2021 we can get back to doing some stuff. Um, I'm supposed to do Ironman, uh, the half Ironman in uh, San Diego in March. And I'm going to do 10 other ones if wow. we have them. Looking forward to going back to Hawaii again this year. Um, if, if you want to come out for that race, I'd love to have you Man, out there. Man, that's great. incredible. I can't. That's just but it's, incredible. You know, and I, I appreciate you asking me that, Dr. Newman, but it's like, and like I told you on the first episode that you were on, you've, you've enhanced my life with HRT, and I can't thank you enough for that because I started really questioning, am I going to be able to keep doing these? I'm only 54 years old, but after seeing you, it's given me at least another decade back on my life, so... This Excellent. is a team, right? Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what do you, what's your message for people in 2021? Everybody was kind of glad to see 2020 gone. What what do you have to say to them, Todd? Same thing we're talking about. Be healthy. And what, what is health? What How do you define health? And to me, it's exercise, uh, faith, friends, proper nutrition, education, giving back to other people. That's health. And I want people just to go out there and live. I don't... It's... There's a lot of fear in people. People don't want to leave their houses anymore, and I don't want to live like that. So I'm going to protect myself in the best way I can and be as healthy as I can and get out there and live. You know, concerts. I hope concerts come back. Sure. Right. Amen. Right. Amen. And um, yeah, that's good. Excellent. Any more questions? That's it, right there. I think that's a great way to summarize it. You're better than Barbara Walters, right there. That'd be a career (laughs) for you. Um, I really appreciate you being on again, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. Until next time, everybody, check out more episodes of Ignite Euphoria on our YouTube channel. Uh, Give Dr. Newman a call if you want to improve your health in any way that he can help you with. And if you're looking for help with drug and alcohol abuse, racingforrecovery.org is the answer for you and your loved ones. Take it easy.